Homesteads and Homeschools as part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out This Week in Liberpods, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and Free Markets Green Earth. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed up Republican. you're all well today. Not sure how to introduce this episode or any any episodes anymore. I keep saying the same thing, but um, anyway, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I'm your host, the Liberty Hippie, here with you for episode number 82. So that means you can find the show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 082. My guest today uh, is another another Discord person, unpersoning Sarah. She uh, she came on to talk about uh, a whole rambling of, of topics. We started out on homesteading and ended up um, I don't know, covering covering everything. She uh, recently moved to Puerto Rico, and I, I thought that was going to make an interesting conversation. I, I hope you guys uh, find that it did. Okay, guys, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's go sow those seeds, of Liberty, with my guest, Miss Unpersoning Sarah. Today is uh, Miss Sarah out there in the, the interwebs. I met her on, on Discord, and uh, she's going to talk to us today about uh, her her homesteading experience, her, her growing experiences, and, and all that goes along with that. So, Sarah, thank you for uh, coming on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. So, going back to your kind of back- things now you're kind of getting into that that scene um was this something you guys you grew up with or, or where did that uh no so we um so i'm puerto rican my mom's from puerto rico um but my husband and i met uh met in texas and one day in 2017 so we got married here in, in 2015 um and one day in 2017 i it was freezing, sitting on the toilet in Texas. And I really wanted to be somewhere warm. And uh, I just, it happened to be right after um, Hurricane Maria. And I thought, hey, it's got to be a good time to buy. And so we found, I found, I just on the toilet that day, found a, uh, a property on Zillow. I was just looking, you know, just for fun and found this property, which is, which is a four bedroom, three bathroom home on six and a half acres for $130,000. So we couldn't believe it. So uh, we came here, we saw it, we bought it. And we, it wasn't until we, uh, till we came here that we realized that there was a river on the property too. So it just ended up, you know, being the perfect property for us. And uh, we were going to use it as a vacation home and rent it out on Airbnb. And we did that uh, for a couple of years. Uh, but we just kept fixing it up and planting trees and planting all, every time we came to visit, um, which happened to be more and more often. And then finally in March, so we decided to sell our house in Texas um, at the end of last year. And it, it, 
closed in April. Uh, but in March, we decided when stuff started going crazy, hey, you know what? I think it's time to be self-sustainable. I don't know what more of a push we need. So um, in March, uh, March, Friday the 13th, we flew here. So we've been here. We've been here permanently since uh, for, I don't know, what is that, five months? Yeah, something about that. All right. Yeah. So, um, did, so what were you guys doing in Texas? How long were you guys in Texas for? Or how long were you in the States for? Um, I was in Texas for seven years. So I'm a Navy brat, so I've kind of moved everywhere. Um, and then I met my husband in 20, or, uh, end of 2013, 2014. Um, yeah, so we've been, we've been together for about six years. And so I've been in Texas about seven years. Born and raised in Texas. All right. All right. What, what were you guys doing in Texas? Were you living in like the, a city? Were you in a suburb? Or what were your... Uh, we lived in um, outside of Austin, about 30 minutes outside of Austin on Lake Travis. Um, had, a, you know, a nice Lakeview home. It was nice there. Um, but it was, you know, you just kind of do the same thing all the time. I work from home. Um, and uh, Jason was doing doing what he does. There's a test and balance for HVAC systems. Not something that's, you know, totally um, exciting. So, uh, yeah, it's just just happened to end up doing working from home here. Cool. That's, uh, that's, uh, so it's always, cause that's one of the things, right? Like how do you, it, it, it'd be wonderful to, to be able to, to move like that, right. To move to a different country. Um, but then what do you do for a job? And I guess like you're working from homes or yeah, I guess you work from home there. So it's, you can kind of do that. Um, so that's kind of interesting there. Did you, so, well, you know, yeah. I was going to say, um, well, we sold our house and we're able to make a profit and um, pay, pay this one off. So when and the housing is so cheap here, like I said, um, that if that you really if you're able to to do that and buy, you know, flip your home essentially in the States and buy a much cheaper one here um, that a lot, you know, it does open up a lot of opportunities. But, yeah, you can work from home here. But, yeah, as far as if you had to find a job, you'd definitely need to speak Spanish. <laughs> Yeah, that makes, makes and, sense. And and the the pay is not too good. Not pay is not too good here. So yeah, you'd have to figure out your own. Everybody has their own personal situation. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it works. I see more and more people doing that. You know, with the internet and everything else. So, were you um, so you're from Puerto Rico? Do you have like family in the area? Were you familiar with the area when you guys found where you are now? I'm kind of familiar. I mean, I've come to visit, you know, kind of my whole life. But um, yeah, I do have family here. That's my on my mom's side of the family, but um, they're kind of a few hours away. It's a okay. pretty big island, right. so they're a couple hours away. All right. So you guys just you just bought it sight unseen? Is that? Or did you get to? Did you come look at it before you bought it? Um, I had my uh, so my. I feel like I see my toddler's shadow. Um, I uh, w- what happened is I had a, a cousin who was uh, who just happened to be in the area and I asked him if he could check it out. And he came and he, you know, FaceTime me and showed me the property. He couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. My husband couldn't believe it. My husband was like, you've got to do it. One thing about um, Puerto Rico is you have to really um, hound the sellers. For, uh, well, that was my, my um, experience. Cause it was like, you do want to sell, right? Cause he wasn't <laughs> answering his phone. <laughs> like it was like, he, and it had been on, it had been on the market for so long. And, and, um, he was very, he was very firm on the price and everything, but I was like, okay, we're willing to pay full price, but you really have to hound them. And then you also have to hound the bank. Um, one thing, if anybody ever wants to buy in Puerto Rico, you have to, to, to um, you, if you'd have to take a loan, you have to loan from a Puerto Rican bank. 
And so that's its own, that's its own situation too. And they have a much higher interest rate. So yeah. Do that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So you guys, you moved there and I guess you, how long did you do the, the Airbnb thing for before you guys decided to? Uh, probably, you know what, actually we had a really bad Airbnb experience. Um, so we only, we only rented it out for a few months. Yeah. I had some uh, guys come here and just absolutely trash the place. So we decided never again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're putting trees in. What do you, what do you have going on now? Like, what do you, what do you, what's your setup? Like, it's funny because my husband was like, should I be the one on this podcast? Cause he's the (laughs) one doing all the planting. Um, so we were really lucky when we moved here, we have like over 200 banana trees. We have like seven existing avocado trees, which we didn't know that we had until, um, actually last summer because after Hurricane Maria, they had been pretty much all stripped and it takes, you know, a full year for avocados to come back. Um, so we didn't realize we had them. So they're just coming in uh, just about now. They take forever, um, and, but they all come in at the same time. So we have, so anyway, we have avocados, we have papayas, which are awesome. Uh, what else? We have, uh, we've just planted some orange trees, some guava trees, uh, guanaba. Now my husband's planted like 30 uh, jackfruit trees. My husband's okay. all over planting. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. So wait, what do you do with that many avocados? Can you, can you preserve avocado? Dude. Um, so <laughs> we, my, so my husband just bought a deep freezer and, um, so we're going to, apparently you can freeze avocados. So we're okay. going to experiment that. Like if you cut them up, you can, you could freeze them, but yeah, you know, you know, shop avocados don't have a great shelf life. Yeah. So, so you know, like even, yeah. even after and you, they all come in at the same time. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I see, it's I see people down here. To have. Yeah. 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 I see yeah. people, people down here, like they'll have a pear tree and like, they just shovel up the pears under the tree. Cause they can't, they don't do anything with them. I'm like I just see piles of avocados just, you know, but, uh, yeah, at least you could like can pears or something yeah, like you can't yeah. even, you know, guacamole goes bad after a couple of days. So. Right. Yeah. All right, so you Hopefully the... we'll freeze them. Wish me luck. <laughs> it sounds, uh, I don't know. Could, could be, could be interesting. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll try it sometime with one, but, uh, uh, I don't know. So you, you got all the trees and stuff. Are you guys, um, doing like the plant side of things now or, or when, what zone are you guys in? Do you know? You know what? Somebody on the Discord told me. I think it's nine, or I don't even. I don't even know. I'm not. Okay. We've uh, yeah, we've started. We've started planting. We've got a couple of different gardens going, and a bunch of plants um, in the back over here. We've got Brussels sprouts, broccoli, watermelon, uh, tomatoes, peppers. I started asparagus. Don't make fun of me. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, it takes like five years. Uh, what else? Yeah, we've, we've got a, we've got a bunch of, um, plants going and it's awesome because right now, like we planted them when we got here in March and so now March, April. And so now we're able to, you know, have all the greens from the, uh, the broccoli and all that. So that's interesting. What, what's, um, do you know, like what varieties they are? Oh, no. I don't even know. You know <laughs> I, my husband should be here for this. <laughs> have, have you guys have you tried to eat any of them yet? The the broccoli and the the Brussels sprouts and stuff. So the broccoli and the Brussels sprouts are huge, but they're yeah. not like ready yet. Um, so we've just been you know uh, harvesting the leaves and stuff, and the, we have kale too, so we're able to. Uh, and it's it's still like edible. It's all right. The broccoli. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, we just um, well, not the 
you know, the leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll saute them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 we, um, I can plant broccoli in the fall and then I can plant it in the spring. And if it gets, I might be able to harvest it in the spring. Um, if it gets too hot too quick, it just gets like medicinal. It's just absolutely disgusting. Um, so I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know how you did it down there, but, um, doesn't seem to be I don't an either. issue. We're just, we're just trying as we go, seeing if, you know, what, what pops up. I mean, I just, I just recently learned why people use tomato cages. So, you know, that's what's happening here. (laughs) That's the best way to learn. Cause like nobody knows your soil, your property, your weather exactly down to the T, you know, you got to figure it out yourself and figure out what works and and what doesn't work. Um, But have you guys found anything that, that doesn't work? Are you like kicking yourself or trying things that you've. (laughs) Um, What, doesn't work is, uh, you know, we had a storm a couple of weeks ago. Was it Isaiah or something? Um, we had, so right above our house, we put a garden up. And so we flattened out the land, the land right there. Cause it's kind of a hill. So we flattened it out and put a, a garden there. And, um, during that tropical storm, a mudslide, because we had done that, a mudslide came and kind of ruined some of the, you know, some of the garden there. Um, so that, so that doesn't work. Um, but as far as, what I don't know what else we've planted that's been a complete dud yet. I don't think I don't think we've planted anything that's been a dud yet. That's good, good deal. It's it's uh, it's tough, man. It's always and it's different from year to year. You know, like well, I think two years ago we had just beets all over the place, and this past spring we had like nothing. You know, it was like half of what we normally get. So I don't know. Um, so you guys are by the river. Do you do you? use anything from the river? Do you, I don't know, bring up any, any silt? You use the water from the river? Do you fish? You, I mean, like, is it just so, kind of there? So no, my, my husband has built a, um, a trail all the way down to the river. And um, so it's, it's like, you know, we're on the top of kind of a mountain, mountain hill. Um, and so at the bottom is the river and uh, we have, so he went ahead and, and built a zip line and he built a, uh, and he built a, uh, rope swing. So it's absolutely used by us. Um, but we also have, uh, like gingers down there. Um, rose apples. I don't know if you've ever had a rose, a rose apple. You ever had that? I, wait, I, I no, <laughs> not <laughs> by that name. I don't know. They're like, they're like a little, um, they have them in Jamaica too. Um, they're, they're just like, I don't know. They're like this small and they kind of, it's an apple. Like, no, it's not. I don't. I don't even know what to, how to explain it. It's like a thin layer on the outside, but it tastes like a rose and an apple, and it's amazing. It'd be great. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Is not, not not like a rose hip. No. Is that, okay. Interesting. I've never heard of that. So maybe it, it's. I don't know. know. It's like a like ro- roses. It's like the fruit that a rose makes. I've never. I think you can oh, use them for like no. tea and stuff, but no, no, it comes off a tree. A tree. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Sounds sounds yeah. interesting. What's the other thing? You say you had ginger? Yeah, there's ginger root down there. Um and the kids were eating the flowers. They kind of taste good. Yeah. So smell How, amazing. Yeah. Did did you plant it or is it just grow like wild? No. Just grows wild. Right on. That's cool. Because I, of the storm, a lot of it a lot of the roots were exposed, so they brought the ginger root up. Yeah. Good deal. I uh I tr- I'm experimenting with uh ginger and turmeric this this year and uh 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Lots of, lots of tall stocks, but it is. It's the, the one of them broke off. I, I think one of the kids or the dogs broke it off or something. And it just, it smelled amazing. Just the, the, the leaves in the stock, like smelled amazing. And mm-hmm. like just chewing on it was like refreshing. It was, it was, I've never, never experienced that. Didn't know you could do that. So it is. It's one of those, it's, it's funny what can grow or what you can do when you don't even realize it. You know, I had the odd. I had like the oddest thought the other day, like when, uh, when we had the, uh, that ginger flower up here, I said, you know, if I put that on in a mask, it might almost be bearable because it smells so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just smells like, you know, that condensed smell smells so good. I was just, you know, huffing the <laughs> flower. So. Right on. so do you guys, um, I don't know what's your, what's your, your neighbor set up like down there? Do you guys have like, are you in a, in a rural community or are you kind of just out in, no man's land or no, we're in Caguas, Puerto Rico, and it's about 30 minutes South of San Juan. And, um, but and so Caguas is actually a pretty urban area, but we are kind of like in the boonies of Caguas. So we're like seven minutes away from town, but we're up in the Hills. Um, but we're also in a, like a, a gated community, but the, every house is very far. Um, and then we have a gate here too. So we don't really have, like we have neighbors, but we don't have them cause we don't see them. Um, and if we look out here, I wish it was daytime because we have like, it's all just, it's all just mountains, just green mountains That's cool. everywhere. It's it's funny, you know, I yeah. never like, generally, I've not really thought about like what it actually looks like in, in Puerto Rico or, or some places, you know, like it just, I hear Florida or Texas or Colorado and you have like a, it, you can conjure up an image in Puerto Rico. I'm kind of like, I don't know. Is it, is it jungly? Is there city? I have no idea what it looks like. So it's uh, it's mountains surprise super me a little jungly, bit. Super jungly, very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this is one of the, I, this is the only zone aside from Hawaii where you can grow coffee oh, cool. in the States because Puerto Rico yeah. is a commonwealth of the U.S. So yeah. you can grow coffee here. Are, are you guys going to experiment with that at all? So I, I thought about it when we first bought the property, but it takes quite a while. And then we looked at the process and Jason's just like, you know, you could just buy a bag of coffee for like five bucks. Uh, yeah. So uh, we haven't, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't, it's a lot of effort. We don't have a lot of flat land. So. Okay. You know. Yeah. And I, I know a guy who uh, is, has a, a coffee tree that he's like, you know, brings it in and out and. I think he got like two beans off it, three beans off it or something. He was saying, it's so like, sad. you know, it's, yeah, I guess the it's amount of work. Yeah. 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 Right. It's like, and you don't realize like, you know, you think about like a cup of coffee or a bag of coffee that you buy, like you don't really realize how much actually goes into that until you've yeah. thought about it yourself. And the fact that you can get it for the cost that you get it for is, is pretty wild, but almost criminal. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I don't know. So, uh, you guys, are down- does your husband speak Spanish? Not at all. Okay. No. Is, is he learning? I, um, so I can get by, um, he's got to, <laughs> he's got, but fortunately a lot of people here speak English so he can, he, he can get by and, uh, use me. And then also Google translates amazing. So. And yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't think about that one too much. Right. So is you, uh, you have a, a daughter there, a toddler you mentioned earlier. Um, mm-hmm. and you're, you're saying you're thinking about homeschooling her or, or just- yeah, we, um, most definitely, especially with everything that's going on right now. Um, 
you know, I was homeschooled up until I was in fifth grade. Um, and I didn't, you know, so I kind of have, yeah, you know, I, I remember, you know, lo loving to learn and loving my family and having family trips and, you know, all of the friends and all of that. And then the harsh reality of going to school and raising your hand and not wanting to learn anymore. Um, so, yeah, so I have that experience. But um, with with everything else that's going on right now, it's she's absolutely going to be homeschooled. Um, and if anybody's ever looking into Puerto Rico, even everybody here in Puerto Rico will tell you not to put your kid in a public school. Um, so most don't homeschool, but they'll put them in private school, but yeah, Lana will be. So uh, why, why not public school down there? Do you know? It's notoriously bad. Just It's just, it's notoriously bad. Okay. <laughs> and right. yeah. Just yeah. Notoriously bad. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I'll right. just leave right. it there. Yeah. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, you're going to do that. Are you, are you planning on doing it? Your husband going to, going to do it while you, Work or? Like a, a joint effort. Um, uh, I think I try to homeschool her anyway, like right now, you know, um, I try to teach her Spanish while we're doing things or, um, you know, we have books and we're always reading and stuff. So we're constantly teaching her. So I feel like it's just a, you know, it'll just be a continuance of what's going on now. It really is. Um, you know, it's funny because it gets this this label, this idea, oh, I'm, I'm going to start homeschooling when they get to kindergarten or whatever. And like, if you're really thinking about it and just being engaged with your kid at that age is, is you're teaching them, you know, you're, you're starting right. that, that homeschool process, like from, from the very beginning. Um, totally. you really, really are. But so what, how does that look for, um, you in terms of, uh, regulations and, and stuff? Do you have to jump through any hoops for, for Puerto Rico or do they kind of just, um, I briefly looked into it um, about a year ago because I knew I was going to homeschool her. Um, and so I looked into it and, I, you know, you can homeschool and there are homeschool groups here. Um, and I've kind of made a, a kind of a friend, like online friend group with um, kind of other other like-minded individuals here. So um, I'm going to try to lean on them for some help here because I'm, I'm new to all of it. So uh, I'll let you know as I find out. Uh, but she's only three right now, so I'm giving myself a break. On that. Some places are, are really easy. Some places are difficult and, you know, it all depends. I, I would, I don't know. I would think that they would be, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what the politics are like down there. You don't want to, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> politics are. So, um, what's the situa situation like with the whole COVID thing down there? Um, so, um, well, we came out here um, March 13th thinking, you know, this would be the awesome, like, you know, nothing's going to happen here. Well, as we landed, we like learned that there was going to be, uh, you know, stuff coming. And uh, yeah, what's been like, uh, it's been mandatory masks since March um, everywhere. Um, it has been, they've had uh, curfews because the virus comes out at night. They've had it between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. They've had it between 7 p.m. and 5 a.m. They've had, um, they've had rolling, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, at, when it first started, you, it, you could only go out on the days that coincided with your license plate. So if you had like a one, three, five, you know, odd number, you could go out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at, and then vice versa. And then nobody was allowed out on Sunday. So, um, yeah, then they've, tr yeah, they've just recently, kind of reopened. Every, I, it's just, this whole year is a blur. So I don't know when they, re, they had like kind of like phases 
Um, but I feel like a lot of what's happened here will likely roll up. I, 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 Puerto Rico is a guinea pig in, in a lot of ways for the rest of the country because it's a co- commonwealth of the U.S. It's just kind of historically been a guinea pig. So it would not surprise me if a lot of things that were implemented here were implemented there. So I do see eventually some some rolling back. But yeah, you can't go. I, I was by myself. Um, you know, you have to have your mask pass to go shop anywhere. And I, uh, you know, when I, as soon as I'm done, I just, you know, it's off. And I'm like, I got what I needed. I'm out. And I was in the parking lot. Um, and some guy stopped his truck. Like I was in my parking lot, almost to my car with my cart and my three-year-old. And he stopped his truck, opened his door, went, you know, uh, put his mask down to tell me to put a mask on. And I was like, where are, like, what is happening? (laughs) What is happening? is happening um i don't know how you feel but what is happening (laughs) like yeah it's yeah what is what is happening (sighs) we had we had some curfews in the in the very beginning um they they put a curfew on in my like city or whatever county and it's just you know like if we're worried about this thing being you know spread around and we need to social distance why are you condensing everybody like why? Why are you telling everybody to like you can only come out during X hour? Like I mean, get, to just think like this. Is, oh, and you can only go to these stores. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like let's put everybody in the same yeah. spot. And uh, I don't know. It's it's been wild. We uh, are. So I'm in Georgia, and um, the governor said like counties can't man- mandate uh, mask laws, or you know the cities can't do it like his it's his rule and you can't supersede the governor and so our our city just uh passed an ordinance two days ago three days ago i think that um we now have to wear masks so we'll Welcome. we'll see how that uh yeah. Welcome to my hell. Yeah. yeah every day we'll see how it it goes i i don't um i haven't been out yet my wife was uh coming home from work today and uh said that you know the people wearing masks is, is now it's probably 95 percent before it was like you know 30 percent wow. or whatever but uh i'm not not looking forward to it because i you know you know i just i just went to a tr- uh on a trip uh to washington state a few weeks ago because my brother had a baby and um i do not recommend traveling it is insane um but when we uh when uh when we deplaned, I, I have crazy travel stories, but I, I won't. Yeah, but when we deplaned here, <laughs> so ridiculous. So we're packed like sardines with our stupid masks on. Granted, if you uh, um, have a bag of like snacks that you're snacking on the entire time, the virus the virus doesn't doesn't come out during snack time, during drink time. So I like the next day I was so bloated because I was just snacking for like hours, and. Um, <laughs> And so, but when I, when we deep, when we deplaned, I, I, I do not kid you. Okay. They told us that we were social distancing and only one row could go out at a time. They like, like, I was just like, (laughs) I'm looking around and I'm like, how long is the play? I'm like, yeah, right. Six hours. I'm like, (laughs) but I, but I'm, it's like one of those Orwellian things. Like, does, does everybody think we're social distancing right now? Like, you know, it's one of those things you're just, oh, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, every, everything, everything's crazy. That's nuts, man. Did you guys have to like quarantine or anything? Oh, like, yeah. 
when you landed or coming back? How did that yeah, work? Yeah, so um, a couple of days before I flew out, the governor here um, had passed a, I don't know, mandate, whatever you call them these days. Um, she passed something um, saying that you have to mandatory either take a test um, to prove that you don't have COVID within 72 hours of your trip, um, which is like a death sentence. <laughs> um, and then, or you can come here and uh, quarantine yourself for 14 days. And what happens is, you know, you put yourself in this directory or whatever, and they send you a text at like 3 a.m. every day saying, you know, do you have any COVID symptoms, basically? And you just say no, and that's it. Um, so, yeah. 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 Offer option two. Thank you very yeah. much. Oh, man. Yeah, it's cra- it's, that's gross. I would say here in Puerto Rico, it's worse than it. Because when I went to Washington, hardly anybody was wearing a mask. I mean, hardly anybody was. And uh, Inslee's a tyrant. Um, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, uh, hardly anybody was here. And that was kind of, that was shock for me because I've been here in five months of mandatory mask land. Um, and even before it was mandated, everyone here was wearing masks. I looked around when I went to the store for the first time. Um, and I said, is it mandatory? And they said, no. And I'm like, and they were wearing the masks and the gloves. I've seen people sanitize their gloves and sanitize their food. I'm not kidding. Like, it's just, Twilight. It's, it's especially fluoridated here. It's just, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I, I, it's uh, and then you'll you know you'll pick up your phone and you'll put your phone down and then you'll talk on your phone and it's like right in your face and <laughs> I don't know. It's all, all these things that we think are doing something. It's like no, nope, nope. There's uh, just you can't you can't stop yeah, it yeah. all. It is what it is, and it's uh, gonna be. But uh, all right, where so um. I don't know where where can we go to find you on the uh, the internet? I know you're um, on the internet. Multiple discords or yeah, I, what else you got going? I on? met you on Discord. I'm an unpersoning on Discord. I'm unpersoning on YouTube. I'm narrating a book and I put some um, a New World Order book and I also uh, put our happy vlogs on there, family vlogs, and uh, unpersoning on Instagram too. Okay. And so what is what is that book? What is your, your YouTube? Uh, it's So my YouTube is Unpersoning, and the book that I'm narrating right now is called Rise of the New World Order, The Calling of Man by uh, Jeff Hayes. Okay. Very cool. I will, I will link to, to all that stuff in the, the show notes. People can go find you and check you out. Do you have any, any anything you miss about the States? Anything you miss about Texas? Any, I don't know. Um, I miss that I could just go to the store and buy a gun if I wanted. Um, <laughs> uh, here, um, I'm going to tell you just real quick about the gun laws. We actually have a uh, course tomorrow um, to get, uh, to get a, to take a course and pass the test so that we could submit to get our uh, gun license. So then we can buy guns. Um, it used to be here that you had to have three people that weren't related vouch for you. And then it like goes through jumps and hoops to get a license. And then when you did, you could only get two guns and have 50 rounds per gun per year. So that's yeah. how it used to be. That, that rem- they just changed. That it. reminds me of, uh, of New York. Yeah. I grew up in New oh, York yeah. and that reminds me of, of New York before I left. Um, getting your pistol license, you know, you had to have, three different people vouch for you that aren't related that have known you for X number of years. And you know, blah, it's just like, it's insane. The amount of hoops you have Dude, to go through, but, <laughs> but you can go, I bet you could go down to San Juan and, and pick yourself up when if you, uh, you know, were a little unscrupulous there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to get in with that crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, but, right. But the, you know, so who's it, who's it really? It's just, uh, but, oh man. So you guys can't get guns there. Is that like, um, 
I mean, is it, what's the gun culture like there? Is there one? Um, well, you know, I think Puerto Rico gets a really bad rep for, uh, you know, gun violence, whatever they call it, gun Does violence. It? Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just kind of like anywhere. Would you would you go somewhere like, would you hang out in Compton? Would you hang out in the south side of Chicago? Would you do those things? No, you wouldn't. Um, so I've never, found, I've, I've never felt unsafe anywhere here. There are certain places, but I wouldn't know them because I don't frequent those areas. Um, but, you know, bad guys typically have guns. Um, so, but here... Uh, we have been waiting, you know, when we got here in March, I was trying to, uh, trying to start that process to get that ball rolling to get the license because they had just changed the laws in January. But the, everything is so slow here that they said, oh, we haven't gotten, you know, the information yet. We can't, we can't even renew existing licenses. Um, we're hoping till April. Well, then the lockdown happened. So I'm just now, we're just now able to have a course tomorrow. So yeah, it's like, it's like $90 for a course. And, you know, you pay for the rounds that you use. And then it's like $260 to apply for the license. It's like a $400 deal. And then, and but now you can buy. And I said, I asked him, I said, how many guns can I buy? And he said, as many as, as, many as you can afford. And I was like, hell yeah. So whenever <laughs> that can happen, that's great. Good deal. <laughs> so. Good deal. Good luck with that. Have fun with that and uh, enjoy it. Thank you. It's, uh, I don't know, but... All right, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes, and I appreciate you coming on and uh, spending spend time with us. So. This is a fun chat. So I'm back. That was Sarah. Hope you guys enjoyed that hope you enjoy it all hope you enjoy it so much you will go leave a review on itunes because that is supposedly important i don't know guys uh, go do it don't do it whatever i don't care anymore um come come to the key base come find the key base through the link in the show notes come uh, go go find me on patreon patreon.com slash the liberty hippie or even find me on twitter at hs and hs pod and if you have any any ideas for future guests that you want to see or future topics that you would like to see covered, reach out. Let me know. Give me a shout. I'm, I'm looking for guests, always looking for guests. So if you know somebody that might fit the criteria, well, let me know. That's all for this week. You guys have a good one. Enjoy it. Um, lots of fun stuff going on in, in 2020 still, but it's, it's almost over. It's almost over. And, uh, you like to think that 2021 won't, won't, top 2020 but uh who knows who knows it it may just do that we may just be ramping up for wild and and crazy times certainly hope not but uh you know you you do what you do and uh you make the best of what you got because that's all we can do remember guys to to get out there sow those seeds of liberty we can all reap sheaves of freedom together